Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Are you truly living your identity? Many of you out there may be saying, what in the world are you talking about my identity? If I go back to my life, my identity up until God found me was what I did for a living. I couldn't wait until somebody asked me, what do you do? Oh, I'm a chief information officer. I was a corporate executive. That was my identity. So I was trying to live my life like I thought a corporate executive would. By buying a second home, buying a couple boats and wave runners and all these things. And then living what, again, I thought that identity meant. And at the same time, thinking, okay, well, the people that are in executive positions are totally in control of themselves, right? They've got not only all of these beautiful things, but they are thin and attractive and they have great clothes and they drive around in great cars. You know, this is what I believed in my stupid, brainless, mindless, not even thinking type of life. I was just going through life Blindly, I wasn't ever reflecting. All I was doing was just trying to relieve my stress. This was when I was drinking all the time. This is when I was smoking pot all the time. This is when I was, I mean, in my early part, promiscuous. All I mean, I was just about what other people thought about me and trying to dupe them by putting on the facade. Yet in the same skin, I was so uncomfortable I was completely reserved, but yet I put this confidence out there. It was horrible. Okay, so that was my identity. And my self-talk with that identity was always, I'm not good enough. I have to do this. I need to do that. I must change this. And that was where I kind of chipped away at me. And then God found me and I realized that, wait a minute, my identity is a child of God now. I know how loved I am. I know the lies that the world told me. I know that I can beat any of the strongholds, the addictions, the sins. I can beat Any person that is out there trying to drag me down, I can beat Satan and his little minions out there trying to pull me away from God and suck me into hell. 
I can do all of this with God because I am his beloved child. Now, living that identity, I get up in the morning and I'm not my own. I am God's. I do not run my own life. I am not breathing on my own. I have nothing without him. So when I look at my soul, my mind, and my body for that day, I look at God. What do you want me to do for you, God, today? How can I better know you? How can I better love you? How can I better serve you? And that's when the prayer is part of the day. Then God speaks to me. And now I'm like, okay, I kind of get the gist of what you want me to work on today. And throughout the day, communicate with him, talk with him, love him. And I am reminded that I am his creation. And that this body and my life is not mine. It's a gift. And I got to do with it the best that I can. So my attitude becomes, I need to be healthy, Lord, because I need to live a better life. Be a witness to those around me because that means I'm being a disciple and evangelizing. So everything changes. My self-talk changes. My self-talk becomes, I am a holy, healthy, happy child of God. And so the things that I now look at and the things that I decide to do are aligning with that identity. I don't have the victim identity. So for example, when it comes time to fast, I'm not looking at my husband and saying, oh, honey, I'm just so hungry. I could eat your arm. And I made a comment like that in the car, by the way, when we were driving down to Tennessee. He was eating almonds. And excuse me. Sorry about that. He was eating almonds and I'm in my fast. I'm not going to eat until Tuesday. So we're Tuesday night. So we're in the car on Tuesday. And I made a comment like, oh my gosh, I could just eat that whole bag. And he goes, are you hungry? I said, no, not really. I'm just bored. So at least I corrected myself because I wasn't hungry. And I don't want him to see that I'm feeling victimized. I'm choosing to fast my body because I'm choosing to heal it through autophagy. Another thing is just the small words that he and I use. For example, he's like, oh, you can't have these fries, can you? And I said, oh, I can have them. I just choose not to eat that poison. And that's a big difference. It's not a victim mentality. I'm not identifying as a person who's being robbed from life. I am identifying with a person who understands life and can see how before I was living not a holy, happy, healthy life. You know what I'm talking about? It's a shift in living and thinking like our true identity and not having that victim identity 
where we're whining and complaining and moaning and groaning about it. We have to step into that new person every single day, every single decision. And that's one of the things that I'm noticing. And thank you for all of you who are putting in comments, whether you're a part of the soul, mind and body support group on my YouTube channel or not, you are people who are on my YouTube channel are adding comments outside of the group because I want all of us to work on our soul, mind and body. We are in the second week of the 21 day challenge. And what I am seeing is exactly what I expected. We need help with behavioral changes. Our spiritual self, our emotional self, our psychological self, our biological and chemical self, all of these things come into play when we are trying to change behavior. And so after this 21-day challenge ends, we are going to get into a series about behavioral changes that hit the soul, the mind, and the body. And we're going to have so many tools to approach any decision and make the right one. And on top of that, have a reflection mechanism. We're going to have some actual methods to the madness in this second series, but I needed to see where people are. And many people do what I do. They wing it. Some of the people are saying, you know, I kind of realize I need to make a meal plan or I'm not really setting myself up for success. Everyone is different. Some people write down and journal. Some people don't, they need to schedule everything in a calendar and some people just wing it. And we have to find the right balance for each of us. And there are going to be some things that'll come up in this series after this 21 day challenge that all of us are going to try, whether we do it regularly or not, because some of us have a harder time identifying the true problems on why we can't change. And that's what this second series will do. I cannot wait, but this is exactly why I started the 21 day challenge with nothing. You know, like I didn't give you a structure. (laughs) I didn't tell you how to do it other than if you were going to try the keto diet, I'm going to give you some tips and tricks. If you're going to get into the fasting, I'm going to help you with that. But otherwise, you know, you all pick with God the three things that you're working on. And I can also tell the language, like cheating, It's not about that, right? I mean, come on. This is you living your new life. This isn't you denying yourself stuff and breaking the rules when you have them. It's a change of how we think and it's stepping into our new identity. So just a little teaser about what's coming up, but try to remember that today. And oh my gosh, yesterday, (laughs) I thought it was Friday. So I kept talking about going into your weekend with love and peace and joy, I want you to step into that identity too. You are a holy, healthy, happy person. So step into it, embrace it, love it, enjoy it, spread it. Again, joy is the best nut to catch fish. Everybody 
would rather hang out with someone who's joyful and loving and kind. So make that be you this weekend and pay attention to when those emotions get rocked. Is it a person? Is it a place? Is it a time of day? Is it an activity that you get into? And these, again, will be some of the things that we'll dive into next series after the 21-day challenge. But still, keep going down that path. Get into the comments on YouTube. I, we're having some great conversations. And the team members, the people in the family, are sharing how they made successful decisions and what they did to turn themselves around. So this is not just me. It's other people across this earth. We've got people in Australia too, who are all on this journey. And I think that I'm feeling that they're feeling like they're a part of the family, that they know that other people are struggling with exactly the same thing that they are. And when they see it out in the comments, I think it just makes people feel better. Not in the case like misery loves company, but in the case that, hey, like-minded people can really help support one another. So for example, I was going through some mass, I'm still, by the way, I'm going to Verizon. I call it a little part of hell on earth. I cannot stand going to the phone companies places because I get so many hours sucked away, but I'm going to hopefully fix this problem with my storage. Thank you, Christopher. This is what I'm saying. You know, we have people out there in the community and he was trying to send me some tips and tricks. He was out there looking for solutions. I mean, my husband and I have been online for hours trying to figure it out because the last thing I want to do is go to Verizon. So if you, you know, want to pray for me, that'd be great. I'm heading there this morning. But anyway, this is the journey and it's exciting when you realize, oh my gosh, that is what I've been doing. I've been self-talking myself out of this success, out of who I am, even though I'm not there yet. I am a child of God. I am going to treat this life as a gift, this body as a gift, this soul as a gift, this mind as a gift. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, come Holy Spirit. Come into our hearts. Ignite our souls on fire for loving you, loving our lives, loving those around us. We need you to fill us and to raise to our eyes what we need to work on, what we need to see today, what we need to understand. Give us your wisdom, your knowledge. We humbly ask you to help us with today. This is your day. We are your children. You put us here to be evangelists and disciples. So how can we do that with our lives today? Please, please put in our hearts a clear answer so we can know you, love you, and serve you in this journey of 24 hours. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, I'm going to put the link in here in case you do want to join the Soul, Mind, and Body group. It's $4.99 a month, and <clears throat> excuse me, 
You will get live videos, a lot more detailed videos. We're going to do more weekly lives when we start getting into the behavioral aspect so that I can hear your questions and answer those. So we'll do a little bit of a lecture, if you will. I'll help you guys understand the psychology, the biology, and the spirituality aspects of behavioral change. And then I open up the questions and you guys can ask some questions and then we'll work on it for that week. Um, by the way, some of you people were having problems getting in there. You do have to have a YouTube account. So first and foremost, if you've never been able to like or comment or subscribe to a YouTube channel, it's because you don't have a YouTube account. When you set up a YouTube account, all you need is your name and an email address. And then you're in. And then you can go to my channel, you can click join, and you can sign up, and then you will be a part of the group, and you'll see all of the members-only videos. And you can comment, you can like, all of that stuff. That's the difference. Now, it's okay if you have a YouTube account because you don't have to post a video at all. As a matter of fact, what you will be able to do is to save videos to that account that you can watch later. You can set up little playlists and put specific videos, you know, you can have one for keto, you can put a playlist together for, I don't know, exercise and another one together for Catholic prayers or something like that. And you can just dump a bunch of videos in there for you. This is your own YouTube file cabinet, if you will. So that's another thing. If you're kind of like, where was that video that I saw? And you kind of lose it in the YouTube junk. That's very helpful to set yourself up a little playlist and libraries and then subscribe to your favorite channel so that you've got one place to go and that's your account and then you just click on all those different channels. Anyway, I hope to see you over there. So exciting. Have a fabulous weekend. I will talk to you on Monday. Find something more with God, everyone. Soul, mind, and body. Have a blessed and inspired day.